0: Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a good weekend. I know I did. Big weekend for the Islanders. Uh, We've got a lot to discuss. Matt Barzal finally signing on the dotted line. We've got an injury update to uh, one of the members of the Islanders' fourth line. And a controversial player placed on waivers by the Islanders. We've got all that. And a whole lot more. Don't forget that today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. We have got a lot to discuss today, uh, but if there's something Islanders related that's on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the air, please feel free to send us an email. The email address Lockdown Islanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, we're more than happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. Also, you could follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So let's go to the big news first. Matthew Barzal, Saturday, finally signing on the dotted line and immediately reporting to Islanders camp. And uh, the final contract, a three-year deal worth $21 million, a uh, $7 million per year cap hit, and yes, it was a bridge deal. And according to published reports, uh, this deal is set up that Barzal will earn $3 million this season, a $1 million signing bonus, $7 million in 2021-2022, and then $10 million the following season, 2022-2023. So now, Barzal and Anders Lee tied as the uh, highest paid players on the Islanders roster, and by the way, at the end of these three years, Barzal will be a restricted free agent, so they didn't buy off any of his unrestricted years uh, of eligibility, and he will have arbitration rights. Now, the rumor going around is that the Islanders were trying to get a longer-term deal, uh, signing Barzal to maybe that six- or seven-year contract. That would guarantee that he would stay on the island. But in order to do that, they needed to make some trades. And let's be honest, because the cap has been flat, largely as a result of covid uh, and the fact that, you know, there haven't been fans in the stands for the playoffs last year, for the uh, end of the regular season, they won't be fans in the stands, at least nowhere near capacity at the start of this season. So the cap is flat. Most NHL teams right now are up against the cap, don't have a lot of cap space or room to maneuver. And as a result, it is difficult to find teams who are willing to take a bad contract or a high contract off other people's hands. Meanwhile, as far as Barzal is concerned, he was excited. His quote, just being back on the ice with the guys, I was excited the moment I stepped onto the ice. That's what he said Saturday, just after signing the deal. And, you know, as far as the uh, Islanders are concerned... All of that is just good news, and now he is in the fold. The Islanders' best player is back, and all things considered, that is exactly what the Islanders wanted to do, and look, Lou Lamorello um, now doesn't have a lot of cap room left. And the Islanders will need to place at least Johnny Boychuk uh on the long term injury list, and maybe you know I think you bury uh Andrew Ladd and or Thomas Hickey if you can't find teams that are willing to take them off your hands, but cap space very tight for the Islanders as of right now, and you know you still have Matt Martin added now four years at one and a half million a year, Corey Schneider a $700,000 one year deal. Andy Green and Dimitro uh Timoshev also uh you know need to be added and and made official, but all things considered, here's the deal at the end of it. The Islanders have their core back. The only two big ticket players who are not back from last year's team, uh well, three. You have goaltender Tomas Grice, but again, With Ilya Sorokin signed and coming in, the Islanders, you know, could afford to lose one of last year's two goaltenders. And then, of course, you have Johnny Boychuk, whose injury ended his career effectively, and uh, the traded Devon Taves. Uh, As for Barzal, one other thing he said on Saturday: uh, you know, they asked him if he had any thoughts of wanting to leave the Islanders organization. He said no. Absolutely not. The whole negotiation was totally respectable on both sides. It's pretty clear. I love it on the island. I love being here. This is a fun place to be and a fun place to play. None of those thoughts ever started to sink in. I would have had no problem signing a long-term deal. Uh, But basically, the pandemic is nothing my agent, Lou, or the league ever had to deal with. Both sides came to a deal we're happy on, you turn the page, and for the next three years, we try to win the Stanley Cup. So, the Islanders have until Tuesday to officially get cap compliant. They are now a little more than three million dollars over the cap, and so you either have to unload either Leo Kamarov or Thomas Hickey, uh, and then place Johnny Boychuk on the long-term injury list uh unless there is some way to trade Andrew Ladd those are the me- uh moves that the Islanders are going to have to make and they only have until Tuesday to get that done. We've got a lot more to get to. The Islanders placing a controversial player on waivers. We've got an injury update from uh training camp where the Islanders had a scrimmage on Sunday and unfortunately a player was hurt. We'll have that, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Hey, Islander fans, hockey season is almost here. And that means it's time for you to put your expertise to good use and to earn some money because you know all about Islanders hockey. Right now, there's only one place that has you covered in one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account at betonline.ag. Use that promo code locked on and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That means you deposit $100, you'll get $50 added to your account for free. And this is a great time for sports. You got the NHL season starting later this week. The Islanders taking on the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. How sweet would it be uh, to earn a little money? Because you know the Islanders could win that game. You got the NFL playoffs, college football championship, NBA, and NHL all going on. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So. We are back, and look, uh, Islanders had another scrimmage on Sunday, and, uh, you know, they want to get as many scrimmages as possible, no preseason games this year, and that is obviously an issue for the New York Islanders, and yet uh, an injury taking place, and that really hurts the Islanders. After the scrimmage, Barry Trotz indicating that he doesn't have an updated medical report, but he felt that the injury was more positive than negative, that the diagnosis was more positive than negative. So hoping that it is nothing serious and that Casey Sezikis will be able to return to the lineup. By the way, uh, Simon Holmstrom joining the Islanders, uh, for training camp, he had to miss the first part because he was in quarantine after playing for the Swedes at the World Junior Championships in Edmonton, and by the way, it was Team Blue over Team White, 4-1 in the scrimmage, and uh, Team Blue, if you're playing along at home, was Josh Bailey, Andrew Ladd, Anthony Bavilia, Keith Bellows, Otto Koivula, Michael Dalcole, Oliver Wallstrom, Brock Nelson, Ross Johnston, and Jean-Gabriel Pajot up front on defense. Nick Letty, Scott Mayfield, Sebastian Aho, Thomas Hickey, Grant Hutton, and Bodie Wilde with Simeon Varlamov and Jakob Skarick as the goalies. And then team white was Jordan Eberly, Austin Zarnik, Matthew Barzal, Cal Clutterbuck, Matt Martin, Anders Lee, A.J. Greer, Leo Kamarov, Casey Sizikis, and Simon Holmstrom. And on the blue line, Adam Pellick, Andy Green, Ryan Pulak, Noah Dobson, Parker Wetherspoon, and Samuel Baldock, with Sorokin and Schneider as the goaltenders. The goals, Hutton, Peugeot, Bellows, and Wallstrom scoring for the blue team. Eberly, the only goal scorer in the game for Team White. But again, the big issue for the Islanders is, is the loss of uh, Casey Zizekas, and hopefully Zeke will be ready for the season opener uh, at Madison Square Garden a little bit later on this week. I mean, look, uh, we're we're talking about Thursday night is when the season starts. We will keep you updated on his status. Follow us on Twitter. We'll keep you updated as soon as we hear something. And uh, again, hopefully that Casey Zizekas we will be able to center the best fourth line in hockey come Thursday at Madison Square Garden. Time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, today, we want to wish a very happy uh, birthday, 53rd birthday, to former Islanders goalie Wade Flaherty. Flaherty originally drafted by the Sabres in the ninth round of the 1988 draft. Uh, made his NHL debut with the San Jose Sharks before joining the Islanders during the 97-98 season. And boy was he outstanding that year. A 199 save percentage and a, uh, excuse me, a 199 goals against average and a 926 save percentage. And he, you know, he had some good years with the Islanders. Ironically, you know, that was a 16 uh game season for him with the Isles, had three shutouts in those 16 games, and all of them happened to have come against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to look back at one of his better games with the Isles, April 6th, 1998, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Wade Flaherty, obviously the goalie for the Islanders. Mark Fitzpatrick, the former Islander, in between the pipes for the Lightning. And the Islanders got on the board first. Ziggy Palfy late in the first period getting his 39th goal of the year. Kenny Janssen with the only assist at 16.31. After 20 minutes, Islanders up on the bolts by a score of 1 to nothing in the second period. The Islanders would add to their lead Brian Smolinski, his 13th from Jason Daw and Rob Reichel at 11.21. And after two periods, it was two nothing Islanders in the third. Trevor Linden puts the icing on the cake, his 16th from Marius Tchaikovsky and J.J. Danio at 15:56. Islanders with a three to nothing victory in this one. No multiple point games for the Isles. 26 saves for Wade Flaherty. The uh, Bolts actually outshooting the Islanders, 26 to 25 in this one. And uh, Brian Smolinski leading All Islander players with five shots on goal. But again, ironic that here Wade Flaherty, three shutouts in 16 games, and all three of them coming against the Lightning. He later played for the Lightning uh, and the Florida Panthers, Nashville Predators, before ending his NHL career in 02 03, stayed around in the AHL for uh, four or five more years before ending his hockey career, 120 games, uh, and a goals against average of 3.51, so again, very happy, 53rd birthday to Wade Flaherty, uh, a, a solid backup goaltender on some shaky Islanders teams in the late 1990s and very early 2000s. We have got a lot more to discuss. The Islanders placing a controversial player on waivers. Interesting to see what happens with that. Plus, we have uh, a look at the third line, some updates uh, about what happened at the scrimmage, and a whole lot more. Stay with us. More to get to on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, I know you want to stay in shape, and a lot of the time that means having a protein bar, but a lot of protein bars just don't taste right. The texture is funny. That is never a problem with Built Bar. Built Bar is quite simply the best tasting protein bar ever. They have 18 amazing flavors, and all of them are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And how about these flavors? Peanut butter, mint brownie, banana bread, double chocolate, salted caramel, and cookies and cream. You can... Basically have a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber treat, and it's great for the keto diet. It feels like you're having a candy bar, but it's really a protein bar. Let's talk about the Cherry barcia flavor. 17 grams of protein in every bar, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs right now. Go to builtbar.com and if you use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. So that's the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at builtbar.com. Don't forget, if you are interested in wagering on sports, got to check out the latest uh, Locked On Podcast Network edition, Locked On Bets. They'll have great insight for you every day on the best odds, what to bet on, and how to pick some winners, so check out Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so the Islanders placed two players on waivers all over the weekend, and we're still waiting. The The move was made on Sunday, and we're waiting to see uh, if anybody claims them. Now, one of them was Mason Jobs, but the other was Joshua Hosang, and again, you know, Hosang goes to arbitration, the Islanders reach an agreement with him, and now they don't invite him to training camp, and now they place him on waivers. How, I, I, I think it is clear at this point in time that Joshua Hosang is clearly not in the plans of Lou Lamorello, Barry Trotz, and the New York Islanders. And whether somebody claims him or not, I think the Islanders would be thrilled For somebody to take Josh Hosang off their hands and for him to get an opportunity elsewhere uh, with a different organization, then they wouldn't have to pay a salary and, you know, on we go. But at the end of the day, the Islanders probably would prefer to lose him rather than keep him. Uh, under the circumstances. And I think the bottom line is that there is talent there, but you need to play a very specific disciplined style of hockey to play the Barry Trotz system. And right now, Joshua Hosang has yet to prove to the Islanders coaching staff that he has the ability to play that style of disciplined hockey and to be very responsible in his own zone and stay within that team concept. And that's why he has essentially burned bridges with the Islanders organization. Now, we'll let you know whether or not anybody picks up Hosang and what his future holds. But barring a very big change of circumstances, uh, Ho Sang will be either in Bridgeport or with another organization when the season gets underway, and again, the AHL won't start play until February. Meanwhile, uh, the Islanders did announce their starting goaltender for the season opener Thursday at Madison Square Garden, no surprise, it's Simeon Varlamov, uh, and I think so- Varlamov is probably, at least early in the season, going to get the majority of the work, Uh Because he is the number one goalie to start the year, Uh, again, I expect it to be about 55-45, maybe uh, 60-40% of a breakdown with Varley getting more of the work early. And then, depending on how Sorokin plays and how he does, the rookie will have a chance to get more playing time. Now, the third line is a big, big question. We know Jean-Gabriel Pajot is the Center and after the scrimmage on Sunday, Barry Trotz called Pajot one of the most complete players you're going to find in the league. Now, they had him on a line with Bellows and Wallstrom, and according to Trotz, that trio had a good day. The quote is a little bit of grit and spit, and you've got some speed and you've got some finish there. I know a lot of Islander fans would love to see Pajot, Bellows, and Wallstrom as a trio on the third line, again, I think the key becomes whether or not that trio can play well enough on defense to satisfy Barry Trotz and play within his system. Now, we know Pajot can do it. He is a great two-way player, but the younger guys, Bellows and Wallstrom, have to show that they're capable of doing it I would love to see one or both of them in the lineup regularly when the season starts, because having those young, talented players in there is the way to possibly increase the goal scoring and improve the power play without having to bring in a very high-priced player uh, to do that job, and obviously that's going to happen via the trade market, and again, Probably not until we get closer to the trade deadline, but, you know, you got to give the guys you have a chance first, and we know what Michael Dalcole can do and what Leo Kamarov can do, and, you know, the, the, these are guys that, you know, may get a shot at the role, but the most talented options that you've got right now are Bellows and Wallstrom, And if they can come through and provide the Islanders with some more offense on that third line, we're talking about a very big opportunity uh, when all is said and done. So we'll keep an eye on that. But as of right now, uh, that third line, the two wing positions remain open. Don't forget to check out Locked On NHL, they have got previews of all four divisions as we get you ready for the start of the 2020-2021 season. And yes, the season gets underway in just two days. Islanders get underway in just three. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest updates. We'll have more on Casey Sezekis, more on the lineups, the cuts uh, as they are made before the season starts. Tuesday, rosters have to be Finalized, and it'll be interesting to see exactly what the Islanders do to get under the salary cap uh, ceiling, and it, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a challenge for this organization throughout the year. And then of course, the taxi squad. We've got to keep an eye on that and see how that plays out. Busy day for the Islanders. So glad you could join us. We'll be back every Monday through Friday. Uh, Our shows drop a little after midnight, so if you subscribe to your podcatcher of choice, uh, you'll have it in your inbox when you log on. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Remember, hockey season for the Islanders is just a couple of days away. Stay with us, and of course, let's go Islanders.